Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. We're talking Tigers football with Keith DeArmond of PowerMizzou.com. Brought to you by James Carlton of State Farm. Mention Mizzou to James when you request a quote, and he'll donate $20 to Mizzou's preferred NIL on your behalf. CarltonInsurance.net. Welcome back to Bloom Party, driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota. I just took a peek into the uh, Air Comfort Service text line for the first time. And I see, hey, pale sex puppet, I'm in trouble on 12 at Glen Echo suggestions. That's from the 314. Is that a reference to the 12th hole at Glen Echo and you guiding them through? Take take the max. What a brutal tee shot that is. Is that the... After the long par three, oh, okay. the tough tee shot, can't really hit driver, don't want to Oh, that three. is. That is really. one of the toughest tee shots on a par four in St. Louis. Yeah. I actually agree with that. It's a wow. such a narrow land I didn't area. know what it was, and you guided me through that. So yeah. you can guide this person through. Let's see what the colonel has to say, because he's going uh, to golf today himself, except he's going to watch golf. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Gabe DeArmond, brought to you by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. He's my insurance agent. He's online at carltoninsurance.net. Good morning, colonel. Hey, Tim, what's going on? You're headed to St. Louis. Yeah, I'm uh, currently driving on I-70 with a mutual acquaintance named Brian N. He has offered to take over the segment until uh, KOMU class of 1997 and 98 stories. Well, it might be class of 2024, 2025, depending on if I get my act together. Uh, Still eight credit hours out there. included as an honorary yes. uh, member of it is it is high time brian nooner who was uh, the sports director at komu and the colonel and i were both there and gabe i don't know if uh, if you guys were listening i imagine you were in the previous segment but i was just telling jackson who was born in 1998 that you and i are coming up on the 25th anniversary of my very first sports cast at komu where you were the producer and the general manager called me to tell me to never do that quote unquote crap again on his station. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I'd like to say, I think that's cute that you assumed we were listening before. Second, my, my, most of my favorite memories actually do involve producing sportscasts when you were anchoring. Well, yeah. see, there you go, Jackson. Take that. Take that, dirty rat. Yeah, I'm taking it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, so, so you and uh, Brian Nooner are headed to the Ascension Charity Classic to follow John Daly around. That is correct. We are. Yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I played in the Pro-Am on Wednesday, and I saw him out there golfing barefoot. Were you the pro or, or the amp? Uh, you know, I think my talent, I'm four years away from 50. I think the Champions Tour is interested in me. Yeah. I don't know okay. if I'm interested enough to take away from my one-hour midday show, right. though. The lines were blurred. Good right. enough. Right. I, 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 they can be flexible with tea times. You don't have to go off till 11.45. That's okay. exactly right. Yeah, and then I can go out there and I can uh, and I can play. Colonel, uh, what do you make of uh, this affair this weekend? I asked, I asked Jackson, the commercial where I could go, you know what? Missouri's playing, and I fancy myself. I like that when you use fancy when Love. you're from the Midwest. Love I fancy it. myself a Missouri fan, but yet I'm kind of like, eh, I know I'm going to watch it, but I don't really even know what to ask Gabe about this game. So uh, that's a wide berth for you. Well, yeah, the good news is I don't know what to say about this game. This is the Perfect. second straight game where I will sit down in the press box and not know the name of a single player on the opposing team. Nice. Um, 
so that's that's the kind of preparation I do and why people pay me to, to follow these things. Um, now, look, like, they're better than South Dakota, but they should, this shouldn't be a, a close game in the fourth quarter, I wouldn't think. You should get some backups in. Alabama beat them 56-7 last week. Uh, but there's been a couple times Middle Tennessee's come in here and won, or, or almost won. Right, and they, they won have, once, and they almost won another time, right? Yeah, they went to overtime against one of Pinkle's early teams. That's uh, J.D. McCoy caught a pass in, uh, in overtime off his shoe tops, and that is the day to which Gary Pinkle will often refer to J.D. McCoy changing careers and saving lives, or changing lives and saving careers, one of the two. Um, but it, but this Middle Tennessee team I don't think is as good as those. This Missouri team they would like to think is better than those. I mean, the line's 20, so it, it shouldn't be a great game. Your your cohort on Power Mizzou, uh, Jared Hamilton, who covers the team, made a prediction of Missouri twenty, Middle Tennessee State seventeen. Uh, he caught yeah. plenty of hell. You were exasperated for a variety of reasons. Number one, this is why you don't like to make predictions. There's no upside. Number two, if that were to be the final score, you said you were going to stay offline for about four days. Is that what? You said? Yeah, I won't read our message board if Missouri only wins by a field goal because um, nothing good will be said. Um, I, I, I don't think it would be a good omen for the rest of the year, but I don't. I also don't think that's going to happen. And, and what is your level of confidence in the offense? Brady Cook now, the quarterback, do you think we're going to see a little more aggression from the offensive play calling? I know you asked Eli Drinkwitz about that, and he said that they went out there and they ran their game plan. They weren't holding things back to try to surprise K-State. What is what is your read on that? I, I know he also said yeah, well, it was a quarterback competition. Hmm. You know, you've interviewed enough coaches. You understand that you ask things, and you know what they're going to say, and you know the real answer, and they know you know that what they're saying isn't exactly true. But we all say it, and... Um, you tweet it out, and you get the appropriate outrage, and everybody in this uh, theatrical production has played his role very well. God, the Colonel just um, summed up the industry right there. He just did, and it's it. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. but it, I don't know that we'll see a ton this game. Like, I, What we still don't know is, are they capable of being more explosive and, and going down the field? I mean, he told us all offseason that's what they need to do, and then – they came out against South Dakota and looked very much like last year's offense, just kind of dink and dunk and plod your way down the field, and that works against an FCS team. I don't know that it would work against K-State or LSU or some of the teams they've got coming up. So, um, you know, and and Eli said, well, they played a, a different defense than we expected, and, and they played a lot of two deep safeties. And, and I went through about two years of this as a Chiefs fan. Like, it, it still actually is possible to gain a lot of yards against the defense with two deep safeties. Like, it, it, because if it wasn't possible, just everybody would just play that all right. the time. Um, you know, and you'd like to see against a team like USB, like, you know, just a couple times where you just kind of ran past them or broke a tackle and had a big play, and you didn't really see that. So until you do see it, we don't know if they could do it. Uh, Colonel, uh, the game that people have had circled, and I've been say- saying that this is such a pivotal game, and I'm sure you have, is, is eight days from now, the 11 o'clock kickoff against Kansas State. And that game is a sellout. And is that, in, in, in fact, uh, the first sellout since 2019? Am I correct? October 2019 against uh, Hottie Toddy Gagat Almighty? Well, Miss, yeah, uh, homecoming. And yeah, this is the first one since then. I mean, obviously they had the COVID year, and then they had the, the you know, 
three years of just frankly not being very good since the COVID year. Um, so yeah, this is the first one since then. Uh, a lot of people think there is going to be a lot of purple in that stadium. So oh really? That will be yeah, that will be interesting. I mean, Kent State fans travel very well. This is drivable. A lot of them, you know, were probably kind of like a, I think a decent number of Missouri fans were last year going. I can drive. It's it's a place I've been to before. It'd be fun to go to some of the, you know, go have Shakespeare's or go whatever, go to this place I used to go to when K-State came here every two years. So I think there will be a decent number of K-State fans, but hey, stadium sold out. should be a good atmosphere. Um, so that's good news. I think LSU is pretty close to a sellout. And then I think the rest of it will be determined by where they stand at that point. Uh, yeah, I mean, South Carolina is the is the next one after that for homecoming. What are you hearing about uh, attendance for the game in St. Louis the, the week after the K-State game? Um, I haven't done a lot of checking. Last I heard, you know, ticket sales are they're okay. But I, I'm, I'm not a fan of playing these neutral site games against, like, a group of five team. I, I remember way back in the Chase Daniel days, I think it might have been his first start was against Arkansas State at Arrowhead. Yeah. And there were like 37,000 people there. I mean, it's half full. There's just, there's nothing. Like, if they, Illinois obviously made sense in St. Louis. I understand why Illinois decided maybe they, they didn't want to keep doing that. But, you know, like a, a, a game with a Notre Dame or a Michigan State or something like that in St. Louis would be big. Um, if you could get, like, one of these kind of made-for-TV matchups. Memphis is who they could get there, so they're doing it there. But I don't think just the casual, the non-diehard Missouri fan in St. Louis isn't going, oh, hey, they're right down the road. Let's, let's go see them play Memphis. You know, it's just kind of most people go, eh, yeah, well, that probably won't be a very good date. Yeah, and that, and that building is just... It, it it was obsolete when it opened in '95. Much less uh, now is the home of uh, the Battlehawks. Hey, uh, Colonel, let me ask you this: How are you feeling about the Chiefs? You're a big Chiefs fan. A lot of St. Louisans uh, are now Chiefs fans. Uh, how do you feel about? We were talking about it in the first segment. I was talking about it more from a gambling perspective. But how do you feel after uh, last night? Well, if this was a YouTube thing, you could just pop up the uh, that, that not great, Bob. <laughs> you know that, that, that little uh, screenshot. Uh, they uh, they appear to have no wide receivers that should actually be playing in the NFL at this point. So <laughs> when you have the best quarterback in the league, that's a concern. But um, you do have the best quarterback. I, I, like I was also thinking about it the other way. I think about being a Lions fan. This is your year. You're supposed to be great, right? Uh, the Chiefs have dropped like ten passes. You got a pick six. Kelsey's not playing. Jones is not playing. Unless you were lucky to win by a point. Yeah. You know. So yeah. I wonder um, if there's that perspective. They're probably just thrilled they got the win. I don't. I don't know if they're thinking through that. Like you mentioned, the Lions will probably be overrated next week as far as Las Vegas goes, and the Chiefs will be underrated. I guess. Yeah, I mean, look, just get in the playoffs and take your chances with 15 at quarterback, and, and I'll deal with that. Yeah, i got to get a wide receiver, though, and I would imagine Chris Jones' uh, leverage increased, even though it wasn't necessarily the Chiefs' oh, defense no, I that think caused... his leverage decreased but because the defense actually played really well, but... Uh... The tight ends leverage might have increased. Yes. On the yeah. Uh, hey, let me ask you this. I want to. I want to because I'm confused by this. And you and I have discussed this Kansas City St. Louis thing back when we were in school together. Let's say that the Royals moved, and it was a Cardinal owner who voted for the Royals to move. Would people in Kansas City start to cheer for the St. Louis Cardinals? 
No, I don't think so. I don't think fandom works that way. Like uh, it, it, it actually think- does over here because people in St. Louis have adopted the Chiefs. Not ever, not everybody, but a large number. I think a lot of that though has to do with Mahomes. In fairness, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, right. I, like absolutely. if Alex Smith were still at, at his, you know, time as being the Chiefs quarterback, I don't know how much this would be going on. Like, I, I mean, I'm I'm not an NBA or an NHL fan because I grew up without a team to cheer for. You know, so you largely figure out who your team is when you're eight years old. You know, it's like the the thing I've seen on Instagram. You know, men really pick their team when they're eight years old and let them break their hearts for the rest of their lives. Mm. You know, I mean, that's what it is. And, if, you know, if, if, there are a lot of people in Columbia when the Rams left that said, oh, Mizzou can really capitalize on this because now people in St. Louis are looking for a football team. And I'm like, well, I don't think most of them are going to watch just because it's football and become a diehard fan. Like, College versus pro is a different deal. If you've had no loyalty to Mizzou just because the Rams left, are you going to go, well, I don't know. I need a football team. I guess I'm a Mizzou fan now. I, I, I didn't really ever think that would be a thing. Yeah, I, I thought that they should. I still think that. I don't, I don't know how much they market in Kansas City. I just don't really feel like they market as much as they should in St. Louis. I do think it would help. But at the same time, you know, I've asked Kerry Davis, who played at Illinois, and, and I asked him about the lack of college interest relative to Kansas City uh, in St. Louis. And I think so much of it has to do with the fact that when you were growing up and your dad was writing for the Kansas City Star, you had K-State, KU, Missouri, and, to an extent, Nebraska alums all in the same conference, all in one city. And in St. Louis, you just don't have that with Illinois and Missouri being in two different conferences and St. Louis, you not having a team. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, throw Iowa State in there. The Big 12 tournament was in Kansas yeah, City. Yeah, it was a college sports town. You yes. know, and, and St. Louis largely, I, I think, isn't as much. Now, there are a lot of Mizzou fans in, in St. Louis, and there are, I'm sure, some Illinois fans. But yeah, I don't know that it's like a... I mean, I grew up every day with the MUKU rivalry. You know, I, I grew up 45 minutes from the campus in Lawrence. So, uh, you know, there are, there are people that you were talking about that every single week with. Yeah, it's. Uh, I would love to see it uh, increase. And, of course, as Kerry said, winning solves everything. We'll see if they can carry uh, it into a win tomorrow and then a win against Kansas State. Sold out for a field next Saturday at 11 o'clock. The Colonel is entering the St. Louis area. Jackson, show your respect. Take off your hat. Take the knee, along with Brian Nooner, for that matter. Absolutely, yeah. Andy, what do you want to be Nooner on for the next segment? He's here. You're on speaker, like anything. Uh, we would, but but but, but Jackson's going to break down the Western Conference in the NBA. So unfortunately, we already have a, a big segment coming up. You guys got jazz takes. <laughs> we got. Uh, we just need to know we're coming on seventy. What's the quickest way to Norwood Hills? Oh, well, it's such a beautiful route. Uh, you'll take 70 to the Lucas and Hunt exit, and then you'll hang a left, and then another left, and you'll probably see John Daly's pants from about a mile away. So that should guide you. John Daly is the one who got us the ticket. So going to go see you high school classmate. I know. And, uh, I know you guys went to high school together. I'd love to see him make a run this weekend. I don't know if he's really interested in doing it, but I would love to see him. <laughs> you know, uh, last year he was three under first round and he was in the hunt, and I, I don't know what happened after that. I went to the local... Um, <clears throat> His local sponsor's restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, then the priorities are rearranged. Well, yeah. maybe this weekend it could be magical for John Daly. Great to hear from you, Mr. Nooner. 
Tim, I feel like this show was off the rails before we joined. It so was we, off the rails before the thing started a year and a half ago, so don't worry. This is on the brand. Great to hear from you boys. Take it easy. Enjoy the fine uh, fair side of the north side of St. Louis. There it is, the Colonel and Brian Nooner, my sports director. Yeah. KOMU in Columbia, making their way to St. Louis for the Ascension Charity Classic. All right, uh, we will have the Little Piddles Angry Beaver Six Shooter on the other side of the break. Uh, and we're giving away Jason Aldean tickets, and you can uh, post something if you include your phone number in the YouTube <laughs> chat, which I think is like a great idea. Uh, or just text in 314-399-9646, and we'll give those tickets away. Coming up in the final segment, this is Balloon Party, driven by Mungan, St. Louis, Acura, and on Toyota.